So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Avid. And we're going to answer some questions today about her new single, Love of Your Life. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? It's it's been it's been much more than I expected. It's definitely something a different sound than something I'm used to releasing. And yeah, I'm so so happy with everything that's you know come with it. Yeah. Hell yeah, awesome. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the single name or cover art? Oh yeah, for sure. So the single name, "Love of Your Life." Uh, I wanted when people like go on Spotify, like oh, it's like a romantic love song, and then to kind of click on it, and then it kind of be something completely different than what the actual song means as well as the album cover which says love of your life and lucky charms which is supposed to like display the youthfulness and naivety of like what the song is actually about oh yeah, yeah. i like hmm. that uh, <laughs> so Thanks. can you tell us a little about your writing process for this track Oh, for sure. So love of your life. I went to New York. I was on a business trip. Um, business, that sounds so formal. Uh, I'm just like writing trip. And I worked with uh, two lovely writers, part of a band called Michelle. And I went to their apartment and we made this song and it kind of like was done in less than an hour and we just spilled wow. out like everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was all of us just kind of reminiscing on like our first relationships, especially like what you know, learning and the process that comes with that. And we just all like, blah, word vomit. Is all of your writing process like that where you're like just word vomit and it's done an hour or is it typically more tedious than that? I don't know if this is a bad thing to say. And like, I hope like, I don't know if this offends songwriters. I feel like if you can't like, if it's not word vomit, Mm -hmm. most of the time it's not going to be like, I don't know that my most success in songs is when like I write them fast and everything just spills out mm-hmm. like songs that are tedious and take lots of time to write the process isn't as enjoyable and I feel like those are the songs that I get less passionate about if that makes sense yeah hey, but then there's thinking... like those one times you never know mm-hmm. yeah that's fair yeah you don't want to yeah. think too hard overthink it yeah for sure. mm-hmm. uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this track and the meaning behind it Oh my God, my favorite. Honestly, uh, there's one line where I go, you say it's because of my age that I've got it all wrong, but you've spent 17 years all alone. Um, I think that's probably my favorite one because that's the whole time I talk about like being naive and being young. And then I kind of talk about like, that's the first line that I introduced the fact that the boy that I was, you know, in this relationship was actually kind of older than me uh so i don't know i just thought it was really like a a fun unique kind of chill way to display that without it being too you know aggressive or controversial or out there yeah Uh Mm -hmm. uh so where was your headspace at while you were writing this track um well i was in new york so i was pretty excited to be in new york um and i literally sat down and i'm like guys let's write a happy song that didn't happen. (laughs) I think, yeah, we had like the deepest conversation before we got into like the songwriting process. So I think we were all kind of in the get to know each other. Oh my gosh, relatable. Let's dive into this. So definitely I was, I was happy to concentrate it to like deep talk mode, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Like I was ready to, to share. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this track for the first time? Should they play in the car with friends? Should they blast at a party? Should they work out to it? What do you personally recommend? Oh my God, definitely not work out to it. <laughs> it's not a workout um, track? 
yeah work at working out while I eat. <laughs> um oh that's a good question I honestly think probably when like stuck in traffic driving mm-hmm. home maybe with the windows down mm-hmm. uh yeah but definitely alone okay. no one else in the car and again like I just wanted to be that song that like comes um on the radio and then you listen to some lyrics and you're like oh shit I relate to that <laughs> you know okay. yeah that's like that's like my hopes and prayers but you know Mm-hmm. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Oh my gosh. Ah, um, youthful, mm-hmm. um, nostalgic mm-hmm. and reminiscing. That's a word. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. I, did I do it? Does that count? Yeah, that counts. You did great. You did great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want the single to invoke in your listeners? Mm. I don't know if this counts, but like relatable and like they're not the only ones kind of going through this. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, like even if people are naive to what's going on, maybe they can listen to it and be like, oh, that's actually what's going on in my life right now. Mm. Maybe you could like kind of guide a path for people to understand and kind of be them there for themselves more. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So it's kind of almost like a wake up call for some people. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I my like my biggest goal is for somebody to hear that and be like, oh, this is like a missing answer that I was looking for. So uh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what band or artist influence you think you can hear the most on this track, if any? Oh, my gosh. On this track. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that's so hard. <laughs> I don't know. I try to like, that's a good question. I'm trying to think about it. We used a lot of live instruments and like, I really wanted like live drums and live guitar um, and that indies, 90s vibes. I'm a big Radiohead fan. So definitely probably them for inspiration for the live instruments and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Was Billie Eilish a, just an influence? Because your voice just sounds so (laughs) familiar. It sounds very similar to Billie and that just, that sold me. That is the biggest compliment ever. I I love her. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I listen to her religiously. So, <laughs> what did you think of her new album? By the way, just oh, drop dead incredible. Um, okay. I oh, why do you do you have different thoughts? No, no, no. Go, go, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I I love it. I think my favorite songs would be Haley's. Haley Comet, Haley's oh, Comet, mm-hmm. I think is what it's called. And she has like the really like rocky one, which is yeah. like cool. Um, I told you, like, I love live instruments, and that's always been something I've loved. So definitely that's a great song. I actually have a song that I wrote a really long time ago that kind of like reminds me of it. So it's like nice to see somebody put something like that out. Yeah. What about you? What'd you guys think? I'm curious. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I preferred the first album. Yeah. Uh well technically not her first album the album before um, when we all fall asleep where do we go but i did like um the title track that one yeah it's incredible what about you what about you shane not for me not for you oh wow i'm like solo on this i don't know i i I just find i think it's really cool when like a mainstream like pop artist doesn't stick with the trends Mm -hmm. so like even that just for me is like a props to her and i definitely think like her productions are incredible and her voice is just like one of a kind so maybe that's why i'm drawn to it and like lyrics and songwriter but mm-hmm. okay that's interesting good to know, yeah. good to know. 
Fancy fair. So what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this track? Oh my gosh. Um, so when I did the production, I was in LA also on this trip with like, and I met with John Luca, who's the guy I produced the song with, incredible. Mm-hmm. And after we were done, he drove me home because I was in LA and I'm like this little 15 year old in LA. And he's like, okay, you're not taking an Uber. Let me drive you home. And on the ride, like he just like told me about his life and everything. And he's such a cool, unique guy. So definitely that personal aspect. And even when I was in like New York talking to the songwriters about their personal lives, just so honestly, just like hearing about people and learning about people. It's always my favorite process. Yeah. Yeah, That's That's really good. Uh, So picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Oh, coffee crisp. Easy peasy. What are those? Is that like a Canadian thing? Wait. I think so. No. (laughs) I've never heard of those. Coffee crisp? Coffee crisp? No. Wait. Like a coffee chip? Is coffee crisp Canadian? No, it's like this bar. Oh my God, it's Canadian. Guys, you are missing out. Coffee crisps are incredible. They're like Kit Kat bars, but mm-hmm. like coffee flavored. Oh, okay. Is I have it to still like, like chocolate. Yeah, it's like like the crisp part. It's like think of it like it kind of tastes like tiramisu in a weird way. Okay, it's very good. Oh my gosh. Okay, next time you come to Canada, you have to try this. We'll have to make our okay. way over to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just fly out just for the coffee crisps. All right. Exactly. <laughs> just so you, after that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. So, where do you see your project in the next five years? Whoa. Ah, five years. I mean, let's first release the EP. I think that's mm. the big one. Oh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. I- didn't know whatever <laughs> oh, okay oh, well <laughs> anyways Oops. <laughs> but um let's first out put the first project and then after that kind of go with the flow but in five years I love live shows I definitely want to see a lot of live shows down the road and I hope that I'm still loving it and it's a passion because the second you know you can get really like involved in the work and the business side of this industry especially so I feel like if I manage to stay like in love with it, then that's like all I need, you know? All right. Mm-hmm. So inspirational. And uh, so if awesome. anyone from your team is watching, we didn't even force you to mention the EP. So <laughs> no. No one put a gun to your I'm head. I think I'm okay. I think I'm allowed to like <laughs> say that it's like coming. I think that's okay. All right. Yeah, oh, as wow. long as you don't tell any like big details about it, I think we'll be good. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. Oh so, my god, no. <laughs> if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes with gravy and drink Sprite. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> that, that doesn't go together, but... Uh. <laughs> no. It's okay, though. It's your last meal. It's your choice. It's what about good. you guys? I'm curious. What do you think? What would yours be? Thai basil tofu with a side of rice and a uh, taro bu- bubble tea. Ooh, oh, bubble tea. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what about you? A big bowl of spaghetti and a Sprite cranberry. Keeping it comfort food. I love that. Hell yeah. Exactly. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Like like in a book and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like book, movie, show, comic. Hogwarts easily. I really like I'm so into like 
in another world, like I'm a little witch, you know, <laughs> I'm not one of those like crystal people. And like, I wish I was, and I wish okay. I could like be cool enough to be like that. But in another world, definitely like I'd be casting spells and, you know, stirring some shit up. <laughs> what about you guys? What house are you? Oh, I don't know. I think I'm Hufflepuff. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, it's a good house. I, get, yeah. I, I radiate Hufflepuff energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do. So I've got a resting last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. Oh my god, I'm scared. What's your favorite color? Oh. I don't even know. Like, why do I not know? How to, I don't know. This is the toughest one. I think I think red. I really, really fuck with red. Red's okay. a nice. Okay. Color. Okay. I love you guys. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Those are two very different colors. Yeah, isn't black a shade? That doesn't. That's what I say. That's what I say. That does not count. Yeah, exactly. I told him that. I'm like, you can't pick black because it's a shade. Well, it's (laughs) half my show, so it's my rules, kind of. (laughs) Uh, I love that. Out of all of the questions, you were like this, and then the color when you're like, oh fuck. I'm not really sure. What's that? What's the color? <laughs> um, and so, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Oh, social media. Um, Instagram is it's a Vive. Um, Facebook and is it's a Vive. Twitter's it's a Vive underscore, and TikTok is it's a Vive with an extra V at the V at the end. Wow, I cannot speak. <laughs> okay, we're we're yeah. struggling too. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You guys are like so fun. This was so awesome. Anytime. Uh, well, thank you for now. That's been Aviv, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.